I've met people that have said that they're not even attracted to their partner or that they've wanted out of the relationship for years, but they stay in the relationship. They do the thing they're not very inspired to do. And of course, that meets a purpose for them. They might be a good team or they might um, share some other things in life that they're working towards together. So if you feel disconnected to someone, if you don't feel any intimacy with someone, yeah, of course you can learn to relax into a feeling of connection, into a feeling of intimacy. But instead of forcing it, just tune into your intuition. Tune into your common sense. Are you naturally attracted to that person that you think you should feel connected to, but you don't? Are you naturally attracted to them in the first place? Who are you naturally attracted to? Who do you find yourself feeling drawn to? This is the Gordon Faulkner Podcast, episode number four. Intimacy, secrets revealed. I love this episode because this is an area of my life where I've struggled. I've sucked at creating intimacy, emotional intimacy, dating and relationships. I've really struggled, but I've also learned some powerful lessons. And because of integrating those lessons into my life, I've been able to create a deep, rich, satisfying experience of intimacy in my dating life and in a few important relationships that I've had. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. I've still come up against challenges, emotional blocks to intimacy, um, not having clarity about what I really wanted in the area of dating and relationships, um, being bad at setting boundaries, but I've gotten better and better and better over time. And I want to give you what has really helped me in my life. And I posted a question on Facebook. So I'm going to ask you this question now, and then I'm going to read some of the answers I got. I'm going to read some of the comments. So here's a question for you. What's the definition of intimacy that inspires you? It could be a sentence or two, one word or a few words. Okay, now that you've got that definition, and if you don't have one, that's fine. Ponder that question. Write your definition out later. Here's some of the comments. Comment number one, sustained eye contact can be very difficult to hold sometimes. I like this comment because eye contact can be very intimate. I'm a medium amount of eye contact kind of guy. I know some people like more eye contact, but I'm really auditory. So I could have an entire conversation with someone and feel completely connected to them because I really tune into the sound of their voice and how that feels to connect through that sense. And then when we want to experience a little more intimacy, when we want to deepen that intimacy, yeah, we might want to make a little more eye contact and possibly some sustained eye contact. So for you, what are you? Are you a 
no eye contact kind of person, uh, a little amount of eye contact, a medium amount, or do you like a lot of eye contact? I'm curious, what do you like? Comment number two, emotional intimacy inspires physical intimacy. And emotional intimacy is inspired by vulnerability, trust, true understanding, and honesty. If you can be true to yourself without judgment. This one I love because how often are we in those situations where we're just not being true to ourselves? We're follow along, following along with that interaction or even on a date or even in a relationship when we don't really want to be there or we're not saying what we really think or feel or what we believe. It, it creates the experience of an emotional block for some people. I've experienced that, but when you're just congruent, when you're just honest, you feel close, you feel connected. That's a generalization, but that's what that comment stimulated me to share with you. So next comment, my husband said to me today, you are a catch. Things like that make me love him more, especially after 20 years. I love this one because it cuts through that idea that our definition needs to be complex and layered with meaning. It's the simple things in life. I love this one so much, I'm going to read it again. My husband said to me today, you are a catch. Things like that make me love him more, especially after 20 years. That's beautiful. Next comment. Three words, into, me, and see. Now, I have to admit, I didn't get this one at first. It wasn't until later that evening I was falling asleep, wondering, what the crap? What the crap does into me see? And then all of a sudden I got it. Intimacy. Into me see. <laughs> and it's one of the best ones. All of these are the best comments. Sorry for, <laughs> I don't want to pick favorites. But this one, I love it because it points you back in towards where your experience of intimacy is coming from. Into me see. You see within. That's where your feelings are coming from. That's my interpretation anyhow. I love that one. So next comment. The ability to be vulnerable without fear. Feeling 100% safe, being seen in my worst moments, and being loved through them. But bottom line is being able to reveal your soul, whether it be to family, friend, partner, and feeling seen, heard, and held. I believe the definition of intimacy is revealing one's true self to someone who receives it with love. This one's powerful for me because to be able to be seen in your worst moments, but still being loved through them. I've had a few people in my life that were able to do that. And that, not everyone has this. It's a beautiful thing when you can be seen in your worst moments, but still be loved through them. This is what transforms people, in my opinion, if you can receive that unconditional love. And then the other part of this I really like is feeling seen, heard, and held. I love that because seen is the visual. It's how we take in information. Heard is another way how we take in information, the auditory. And held is the kinesthetic. So this definition is rich with the senses. I love that one. And then next comment is, I always liked into me see. 
So this was someone commenting about that previous comment into me, see. So, and here's another comment from my Facebook page. The other one was from my, the other ones were from my personal Facebook. This is one from my Facebook page. It's about being vulnerable and present for me. A leap of faith to just be open and without our fears or anxieties getting in the way. I love that one. To be open and without our fears or anxieties getting in the way. Because that's usually what gets in the way of intimacy, closeness, a feeling of connection, is fears and anxieties. So that one is beautiful. So thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for sharing those comments. That was so... It's one of my favorite things to do is to read people's words out loud. Just read ideas and thoughts and opinions and experiences. So I, I'm really loving this. So here's my definition of intimacy. It's a feeling of being present in your body, aware of the here and now. Any good feeling for that matter, while having your attention on something or someone you feel connected to. In other words, a feeling of connection and intimacy comes from within you. And the reason why I like this one is because sometimes we, we put our expectations up so high that we're unable to feel connected to people unless circumstances are perfect. And that's going to cause, in my experience, an inability to experience the amount of intimacy that we could be experiencing in life. And we just kind of see that, that those good feelings of connection come from within, regardless of what other people are doing. Now, of course, it's good to have some standards. That's why some of those other definitions are very powerful. Know what your standards are. Know who you want to say no to, what behaviors you want to say no to. Know who you want to say yes to, what you want to allow into your life. And at the same time, open up to the idea or the realization that your good feelings of connection with other people come from within you. Within you. So, if you're going to get value from this episode, if you enjoy it, leave a positive comment if you want to. Give it a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't already, because doing this helps me keep creating more of these episodes for you. And if you want to improve your social confidence, your authenticity, your communication skills, even your dating skills, I've got a great resource for you. You can go to the description of this episode and link over and grab a copy of my book, The Social Confidence Questions. 60 transformative questions to help you feel confident, be authentic, and connect deeply. You can grab the paperback, or the ebook, or even better, the ebook bundle, because the ebook bundle comes with three mind reprogramming audios that help you integrate the lessons into your life even easier, even faster. So if you're ready, let's dive in to the content of episode number four Intimacy Secrets Revealed. Enjoy. So in just a moment, I'm going to share seven lessons with you to help you experience and inspire a deeper sense of intimacy in your life. Now, I've had 
varied relationships throughout my life. Some relationships I felt totally connected. You know, these are the relationships you feel connected in the gut, in the heart, in the soul, and you have good rapport, good attraction. And these are amazing relationships. I've had a few relationships where I've really struggled, where it felt like there was a disconnection. Those were the relationships where even in the beginning, I knew I didn't want the relationship, but I just pushed through. I just tried to make it work because I was being the nice guy or the good boy. I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And then I've also been in a relationship where that was flopped around where I was the needy one and the woman let the relationship drag on for longer than she really wanted it. So I've experienced both sides of that. The relationships that flowed smoothly, where there was intimacy, and that intimacy happened quite easily, were always the ones where my heart and my gut and my soul wanted to be there, and their heart and their gut and their soul wanted to be there. Now, I love this topic because I've met people over the years, I've met people that have said that they're not even attracted to their partner or that they've wanted out of the relationship for years, but they stay in the relationship. They do the thing they're not very inspired to do. And of course, that meets a purpose for them. They might be a good team or they might um, share some other things in life that they're working towards together. But I'm always curious, even in those situations, what would it take for you to experience and inspire more intimacy in your life? I've done coaching sessions and hypnosis sessions for people over the years. One of my favorite things to do is work with people who have maybe avoided intimacy for a number of years. I remember doing some hypnosis sessions with a few different people who had had what you might call an emotional block to intimacy. They hadn't dated in like two to three years. And we did a hypnosis session. And after that hypnosis session, within a week, within a week or two weeks, both of these uh, people that I remember doing these hypnosis sessions with found, one of them found a new lover. And they had that lover for three, four, five months. The other one found a boyfriend and then uh, was together with that boyfriend, and I think still is to this day. So what I did in that hypnosis session is some of what I'm going to share with you here with these tips that I'm going to give you. Of course, in the hypnosis session, I'm speaking to the subconscious mind. I'm getting them to visualize uh, their confident uh, self, I'm getting them to release any emotional blocks to intimacy. I'm getting them to rehearse taking action towards doing new things, meeting new people, making new friends, quieting the mind, becoming more present, and experiencing more intimacy with either the person they're with or someone that they want to meet and get to know better and better over time. So let's dive into tip number one, is this idea that intimacy is your default setting. Intimacy is your default setting. And I talk a little bit about this in my book, The Social Confidence Questions, 60 Transformative Questions to Help You Feel Confident, Be Authentic, and Connect Deeply. When your thoughts of disconnection settle down, you naturally feel connected to 
whatever or whoever you put your attention on. When any thoughts of disconnection settle down, you naturally feel connected to whatever or whoever you put your attention on. This makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's all the thinking, all of the emotions, all of those mental loops that we've learned over the years that create tension and hesitation and the feeling of being alone and disconnected. But if you can just allow those thoughts to settle down and become present, you might notice that that feeling of connection is just a feeling of being present, a feeling of being settled in your body. And while you're in this feeling, whatever you think about, whatever you put your attention on, you seem to feel connected to it. It could be a hobby, it could be something you're doing throughout the day, it could be a person, it could be a relationship. People are taught all these things they have to do in order to feel connected. So the idea instead is that the feeling of connection is something you relax into. You relax into it. And it's just a feeling of being more present, more aware of the here and now, more aware of a feeling of being settled inside, any good feeling inside and then aware of whatever it is you're putting your attention on, or whoever it is you're putting your attention on. Connection is your default setting. So absorb that idea, however it's going to work well for you. You know, integrate it into your own intuition and common sense. Step number two is it's okay to feel disconnected. If you're trying to create intimacy, also realize it's okay if you don't experience intimacy. If I'm feeling disconnected to a situation or a bunch of people, maybe that's my intuition for me to refocus my attention on what I naturally feel connected to. So if you feel disconnected to someone, if you don't feel any intimacy with someone, yeah, of course you can learn to relax into a feeling of connection, into a feeling of intimacy. But instead of forcing it, just tune into your intuition. Tune into your common sense. Are you naturally attracted to that person that you think you should feel connected to, but you don't? Are you naturally attracted to them in the first place? Who are you naturally attracted to? Who do you find yourself feeling drawn to? Who do you find yourself naturally being able to feel intimate with. So it's okay to feel disconnected. It's okay to not feel intimacy. We're not supposed to feel that all the time. And know that that could just be your intuition, getting getting you to refocus your attention on what are you connected to? What do you want to feel intimate with? A hobby? a project, a relationship, a goal? What do you want to feel intimate with? So I'm using intimate not just in the sexually intimate meaning that it could mean, but just intimate with your life, with what's important for you. So number three, authenticity. Authenticity. Are you being true to yourself? Like, for example, the the relationships I had where in my gut, in my heart, I knew I didn't really want it, but I thought I should try to make it work. Those relationships 
Although there were some good times, I didn't naturally feel very connected or intimate with them because I was being inauthentic. I wasn't sharing my truth. I was uh, shooting all over myself. I wasn't following my authenticity to, to say no to that relationship. I wasn't following my authenticity. So when you follow your authenticity, and the way I write about it in, in my book is you say no. You know you have the freedom to say no to any request, any task, any relationship if you need to. You just have the freedom. You just have the freedom to say no. This doesn't mean you're going to say no to every request, every task, every relationship. Some requests, some tasks, some relationships are worth um, sticking to, making it work, learning, growing. That's up to you. You're going to decide whether that's the case. And you're going to decide whether it's right to just say no to anything you want to say no to and refocus your attention on what you're inspired to be doing. What do you want to be doing with your life? Who do you want to be connecting with? What's important for you? When you're more authentic, you're naturally going to feel more intimacy. This is my opinion. See if this works well for you. When you integrate this into your own intuition and your own common sense. Number four, clarity. Clarity of purpose. Now, so I've had a number of relationships throughout my life, and I haven't always done this, but when I have done this, it works awesome. I just sit down and get clear, okay, if I'm going to jump back into the dating world, what do I want? What do I want at this stage of my dating life? What do I want? Just a few sentences. And here's the thing, if you don't know what you want, whether you're defining what you want in, in a relationship you're in or in your dating life, if you don't know what you want, that's okay too. Just write the sentence down. Write it down. Just say, I don't know what I want now, but that's okay. I'll know when I know. I don't know what I want, but I know I want some clarity, and I'll find that over time. So some of the things I've become clear with in the past related to intimacy in the dating world is sometimes I know I want to just casually date. I just, I just, I just knew it would be healthier to just casually date for the next few months. See who's out there. Get, gain some clarity about what kind of relationship I want. Other times I'm done casual dating. I know I want a relationship and I'm clear about that. Other people might know that they're looking for a husband or a wife and they're clear about it. So what's important for you at this stage of your life? If you're already in a relationship, get clear. What do you want? Do you want to have clearer communication with this person you're with? Do you want to feel more connection and intimacy with them? Do you want them to listen to you more deeply? Do they want you to listen to them more deeply? Do you want to be more present together? Do you want to be more curious about each other? This is up to you. So clarity of purpose. What's important at this stage in your life? Number five, happy as you are. Happy as you are. We're not supposed to always be happy as we are. That's okay. Just yesterday I had a 
funky day. I was kind of in a low mood for about two hours, which is very unusual for me. Usually my low moods last 10 minutes and I do something about it. I, I, it's very rare that I go for longer than an hour in a, in a grumpy mood. So I was grumpy for two, three hours to the point where I was skeptical even with uh, all of this week's plans, all my goals, all my desires. I was just, ah, I was pessimistic and skeptical and I was feeling really low. That's just a part of life. It's just a part of life. So when you're happy as you are, and you realize that it's okay not to be happy as you are, but when you're happy as you are, instead of trying to create your idea of intimacy in this world in order to get the feeling of happiness, You're moving into the experience of happiness or well-being or whatever you want to call it. And then from that place, you create the experience of intimacy. You create the experience of intimacy. And this is more closer to how it actually works. Because when you're feeling intimate with someone, connected, intimate, attracted, those feelings are coming from your state of mind. They're not coming from them. Well, biologically, there might be some pheromones and stuff involved. I don't know anything about the science of that. All I know is that my optimistic, my connected, my intimate feelings that I have about someone come from within me. Happiness comes from within me. When you're happy as you are, it's far easier to experience and inspire connection and intimacy with others. So number six is learn some basic social confidence principles. Learn some basic social confidence principles. This is why I wrote the book, The Social Confidence Questions, 60 transformative questions to help you feel confident, be authentic, and connect deeply. Because I found so many people, including myself over the years, so many people are struggling with just your basic confidence issues, basic authenticity issues, and basic communication skills issues. In other words, they haven't yet learned to feel confident within themselves, regardless of how other people are behaving around them. They haven't yet learned how to be authentic within themselves, regardless of what other people expect of them. And they haven't yet learned how to communicate effectively. And I'm talking about simple communication principles like expressing curiosity, asking questions, listening with a quiet, clear, and present mind, and getting those conversations going back and forth. So as I'm... Diving back into the dating world, I've had an amazing time in the last few months connecting, mostly having rich, interesting, curious phone calls with a few different women from different parts of uh, the area that I live in and other areas too. And I noticed that some women are very good at communicating. They ask questions, they listen. I ask questions, I listen. The conversation, it feels like there's a give and take. There's a back and forth. 
other conversations I've had, it's just <laughs> that one person starts monologuing on and on and on and on. And it's like they're unaware of the fact that the other person is there. And uh, I'm actually okay even with that because I'm pretty good at interjecting and getting that conversation going back and forth. These are the things people struggle with, believe it or not. It's simple things like expressing curiosity listening deeply and getting those conversations going back and forth. If you develop these skills, this is going to help you create a sense of connection with your small talk, with your day-to-day interactions with people. That's important. I think it's good to have rapport with the people in your day-to-day life, with friends, with family, when you're doing your errands. This is a good thing. It doesn't always have to be deep conversations. You can have a, a conversational small talk, rapport, that just feels good to engage in. And when you learn these social confidence skills and you do connect with someone that you resonate deeply with, you're going to be able to experience and inspire intimacy at a greater level than you would have if you didn't know these skills, in my opinion, in my opinion, because I'm seeing this work in my life now, as I've dove back into the uh, dating world, it's been awesome to uh, apply these social confidence skills in the world of dating. So I hope you start to do this too, if you want to, if you want to. So number seven, I'm just looking down at my notes here. Number seven is based on a few extra principles that I share. When people grab the social confidence questions ebook bundle, I've created audios that go with that. One of the audios is to integrate the lessons from the book more deeply into your life. One of the audios is all about authenticity. It's called the Authenticity Booster. And then I have a dating confidence audio. And I created this specifically to help people integrate the lessons from the social confidence questions book into their dating life, into their dating life. And this works for people who are already in relationships because they can apply these lessons towards date night with their partner if they want. So what these lessons are in the Dating Confidence audio are, number one, resolve emotional blocks to intimacy. And I guide you through a very simple process. I'll share a little bit of that right now with you. Um, You can dive deeper into that process if you listen to that audio, but resolve emotional issues to intimacy. And what I do is a simple process that's worked so well for me. In fact, it was after I started listening to this uh, dating confidence audio that I decided, oh, now I'm ready. It just all of a sudden felt ready. Let's dive back into the dating world again. And I knew it inside my gut. I knew a shift had happened. And this is how it happened. I get you to imagine all the emotional blocks to intimacy. Any internal dialogue, any mental imagery, any sounds, mental sounds, any sensations in your body that had been creating hesitation, that had been creating this feeling of an emotional block, any limiting beliefs just swooshing off behind you into the past, getting smaller and smaller 
and gone. And just imagine a healing wash of energy just washing away any old sensations, any limiting beliefs, any internal dialogue, any mental imagery, just washing away, dissolving, disappearing, and gone. And then I get you to imagine an emotionally resilient version of you in front of you. Notice the body language and step into that experience, that feeling of being emotionally resilient now with your breathing, with your body language, with the feeling that's flowing through your body. And then imagine bringing this good feeling into your dating life, a feeling like you're ready for intimacy now. So as simple as this sounds, it can invite an experience within a person to make that shift, to resolve that emotional issue. Because emotional issues are nothing but thought. Emotional issues are thoughts looping around and around, and that thought has a feeling. That thought could be an internal dialogue, a mental imagery, internal sounds. It could be sensations in the body. It could be limiting beliefs. All emotional blocks are created from within, not consciously, not consciously. They're just automatic thought loops. And when we begin to experience these emotional blocks in new ways, when we invite the possibility of these emotional blocks to transform, I believe the unconscious mind is powerful enough to do this for you. And in the audio, if you grab a copy of this audio, you're going to experience it even deeper. My belief, this is what I believe is possible for you. You're going to experience this even deeper. So after about seven days of listening to that dating confidence mind reprogramming audio, this is what I call that audio, I began to notice that shift from within. I began to apply some of these social confidence principles towards my dating life, towards my communication. My boundaries got stronger. I started following my intuition. I started seeing who I wanted to say no to and just following that, just kind of setting boundaries, being clear. Not 100%. We're not perfect. It's not 100%, but far greater, far more confident than I used to be. And I used to kind of be confident at times, but I've also struggled with social anxiety. I've struggled with horrible dating anxiety, just emotional blocks, intimacy. I've like been so depressed and down in the past because of being rejected and not liked and all of this garbage, <laughs> a mental, emotional garbage that was flowing through my system. Release that. Release that. Release that. It's natural to release it. It's easy to release it. This is what I believe. This is what I believe is possible for you. So I hope you tune into the feeling of what I'm communicating here. More than the words, more than the ideas. I hope you tune into the feeling that I'm sharing with you here. Because if you tune into the feeling of this, you're going to find your own words that make sense. You're going to find your own perspective shifts. You're going to find your own tools and techniques or your own aha moments where this just becomes easy. Where this just becomes easy. And a bonus tip, a bonus tip to experiencing and inspiring intimacy in your life is be easy on yourself. Be easy on yourself. You're not supposed to get it right all at once. 
I don't know what I'm talking about most of the time. There are windows of time where I'm really clear, really confident, and I see how this stuff works. That's why I'm sharing it with you. There are other moments in my day and throughout the week where I'm fumbling through, I feel disconnected, I feel pessimistic, I feel a little anxious, I feel a little depressed, but I know that those windows of time where I'm feeling optimistic, where I'm feeling curious, where I'm feeling connected, where I'm feeling confident are growing bigger and bigger over time because I'm putting work into this. And that's what you got to do. You got to put some work. And here's the good news. By work, I don't mean effort, effort, effort. I got to make it work. I got to make more intimacy. I got to make more connection. No, 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 no. By work, I mean attention and time. Just a little bit of attention and time to focus on what's important for you. To focus on the feeling of some of these lessons that I've been sharing with you. To focus on some of the words that resonate with you. And to create your own words, your own meaning, and your own understanding that's going to help you experience and inspire a deeper feeling of intimacy in your life in a way that works well for you. So that was episode number four of the Gordon Faulkner podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. Remember, if you enjoyed that, if you got value from it, leave a positive comment if you want to. Give it a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't already, because doing this helps me keep creating more of these episodes for you. And if you want to improve your social confidence, your authenticity, your communication skills, even your dating skills. I've got a great resource for you. You can check the description of this episode and link over and grab a copy of my book, The Social Confidence Questions. 60 transformative questions to help you feel confident, be authentic, and connect deeply. Grab the paperback or the ebook, or even better, the e-book bundle. Stay tuned because I'll be sharing more with you very soon.